Dialogos Radio's Commentary of the Week. Each week, Michael Navaradegis provides views and opinions and issues pertaining to Greece and to the worldwide Greek community. Coming up next, here on Dialogos Radio. Long ago, the Italian business mogul Gianni Agnelli made a statement which has remained in history. Agnelli, who is not noted for his own leftist politics, had stated that there is a certain kind of left wing which is more useful than the right wing. It is the left wing that can accomplish all of those things that the right wing wouldn't dare to do. It is with these prophetic words that we return to the harsh political realities of today, where a supposed left wing party, which was indeed rewarded with re election just a few weeks ago, is getting ready to implement all sorts of measures that not even the previous corrupt governments in Greece had dared enforce. And all this with the approval of a sizable amount of brainwashed Greek voters, who continue to criticize the previous ruling parties, New Democracy and PASOK, but who find one excuse after another to justify Syriza's actions, claiming that it is still looking out for the Greek people, that it did not actually want to sign such an agreement with the Troika but had no other choice, and that they deserve a chance to deliver on their promises. Let's take a closer look at what exactly the supposedly leftist and progressive government is planning to enforce in Greece. Measures including allowing the foreclosure of a household's primary residence without a hearing, an elimination of early retirement benefits which exist in every other supposedly civilized country in the world, automatic confiscation of funds for any monies owed to the Greek state, the elimination of cash transactions, and continuation of the capital controls despite promises to the contrary with a withdrawal limit of 100 50 euros per week. There are many who have admired and who still admire the supposedly heroic former parliament speaker Zoe Kostanopoulou for launching the Parliamentary Debt Audit Commission. These same people, however, coincidentally seem to overlook the fact that in a crucial two or three weeks before and after the referendum of July 5th, Zoe Kostanopoulou and her Debt Truth Commission were nowhere to be found in the public discourse, with her making no statements about it or about the commission's final report, which had been issued in June. Everyone was instead saying bravo to Syria for allowing this commission to proceed. What do they have to say now that the true finance minister of Greece, Eurogroup head Jeroen Dijsselbloem, has said that the Greek debt question might be raised in perhaps 15 years? Have any of you ever taken a moment to ponder why all of the civilized EU's high-ranking officials all seem to come from the same northern European countries? This is what is being told to Greece by the good and civilized European Union, in which Greece must, of course, remain at all costs. The same European Union which was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize and which is surely more civilized than Greece, and which is forcing this so-called bitter medicine upon Greece for the country's own good, because it cares about the Greek people and getting rid of corruption. Hold on to that thought for a moment. This good, civilized, and surely non-corrupt European Union is the same one which is moving full speed ahead with the ratification of the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership, or TTIP, one agreement which will give unprecedented powers to multinational corporations over national elected governments, an agreement which is being negotiated in absolute secrecy on both sides of the Atlantic, in Europe and the United States, an agreement for which there is almost total silence in the Greek and international media, and the reason why this ratification process is moving forward in Europe is because in a crucial vote in the European Parliament this past June, which was decided by just two votes, four members of Syriza, including the supposedly heroic Sofia Sakorafa, plus the two European Parliament members of the Communist Party of Greece, were not present for the vote. 
It looks like this is what Agnelli was talking about when he spoke of the useful left. And this useful left is trying to convince us now that aside from the supposedly fierce negotiations it is undertaking with the Troika, that Greece now has an ally in the International Monetary Fund, the same IMF that has wrecked dozens of national economies around the world through the implementation of the same exact austerity blueprint in each country. The same IMF which is now demanding of Greece and from the useful left government 1.35 billion euros worth of additional austerity measures above and beyond those agreed upon in the already harsh third memorandum. For those listeners in Athens, some of you may remember when you were celebrating when the first-time-left government of Tsipras reduced the price of a ticket on public transportation in Athens, although you also seemed to overlook the fact that the period of validity for these tickets was also cut from 90 to 70 minutes. Now, the same exact government is planning a 10% increase in the ticket price without increasing the amount of time that the tickets will be valid for, and we don't see any celebrations now, do we? With the opportunity, I wanted to also say a few words about tourism in Greece, as our interview today covered this topic. We spoke of the good, civilized Europeans, which the people of Greece must mimic at all costs and from which the Greek people must receive lessons in ethics. Lessons in ethics from such entities as the German-Spanish company Hotchtief, which until recently held a 49% stake in and the management of the Eleftherios Venizelos International Airport in Athens, and which is the number one tax evader in Greece, owing over 500 million euros in unpaid taxes to the Greek state. The same company which instituted the highest landing fees of any major airport in Europe, effectively keeping multiple carriers away from Greece. The same company which, along with the Pasok government, signed a contract preventing the operation of any other passenger airport in a 100-kilometer radius. Even though in most European cities today, small airports operate close to downtown, servicing low-cost flights. And of course, we are talking here of the same European Union which decided that the state-run Olympic Airlines monopoly was impermissible, but which turns a blind eye to the private Aegean Airlines monopoly which now exists in Greece, and the fact that to fly to remote Greek islands, it costs over 200 euros round trip, when it costs less than 100 euros to fly into major European capitals. All of this at the same time that the national air carrier of Greece's neighbor, Turkey, Turkish Airlines, is now the fourth largest carrier by destination served worldwide, an airline where a 49% stake is held by the Turkish state, which continues to provide funding to the company. But unlike Greece, Turkey does not have the good and civilized European Union telling them how to run their airlines. Ah, but I forgot. We don't need any nonsense such as independence or sovereignty. Greece is said to be breaking records year after year in terms of the amount of tourists it is attracting. Tourism is doing great, everything is going well, right? Wrong. These glowing figures overlook the fact that a very large percentage of these tourist arrivals come to Greece on packages booked with foreign providers, travel on foreign-owned charter aircraft, and stay in foreign-owned all-inclusive resort hotels, meaning that these tourists rarely venture out of the hotels to spend money in a real economy. Another category are cruise ship arrivals where, again, we have foreign-owned cruise ships, packages booked by foreign travel agents, and tourists arriving on foreign airlines and spending most of their money on a ship while only spending a few hours on land. 
In the meantime, businesses and tourist resorts, which were once thriving, are now dying. A combination of lack of customers and extremely high taxation. And while in neighboring Turkey, there are tax-free tourist zones and marinas, and the National Tourism Board has pulled out all the stops in advertising Turkish tourism worldwide, and while Turkish hotels and resorts make a great effort to promote locally produced products to their visitors, Greek hotels have a tendency to serve, as part of breakfast, honey from Bulgaria and butter from Holland, because Greeks just absolutely cannot see the importance of promoting their local products and may not even want to support their local producers over whatever petty local rivalry separates them. Unfortunately, this is a reality in Greece today, a Greece which is indeed living the European dream, or nightmare.